0: Hello, and welcome to this episode of Esports Next Podcast, the official podcast of the Esports Next Conference. I'm Megan Van Petten, and I'm joined by my friend and co-host, Lindsay the Boss Poss. This episode, we're delighted to welcome Dexter Carr Jr. who's the founder and CEO at Game for Good. Dexter, welcome to the show.
1: It is great to be back. I remember, it's been uh, well, uh almost over a year now that I've been off, so I'm really happy to be here.
2: We're so excited to have you. I would love, with just getting a little bit of your background, if you could tell us about yourself, what you do in esports, and how you got there.
1: Yeah, yeah. So even though my original background was in, in healthcare, I've been a lifelong gamer. You know, ever since I first got my... uh. Game My Kiwi colored, Game Boy color, and my Pokemon yellow has been a hit ever since. And uh, over time, I recognized how much gaming could add to my life besides just the entertainment factor. And then the opportunity came to initially have uh, you know, a business around my passion of gaming. And with the original company that I had called uh, G-Haven, and the focus of it was to create a space people to come to want to be the home you brought your friends to kind of simulating that form of atmosphere that we had growing up but it evolved into from and now game for good we focus on creating solutions to demonstrate that value so we're not just limiting ourselves to a space but to so much more and working with other individuals and organizations that aim to and also do that same thing, showing all the innovative ways gaming could be used to create impact.
0: That's great, Dexter. One of the things that we all know about you in our community is you really have the will to go forward. What keeps you inspired?
1: What kept me inspired was the fact that I saw that there was so much more uh to what I was doing. It was bigger than just me. I, yeah. I stumbled upon just a you no know, a little hobby. Not even a hobby, just a small little thing, small little impact. But then as I looked more into the market, I engaged more, you know, networked, I saw that there was a huge like need and demand for uh this sort of space, this sort of dynamic and Especially in my community, in the DMV area, we're based out of Baltimore, a lot of opportunities for gaming and people who want to, for this to be taken more seriously. Uh, it just, I just realized that, you know what, like, I can't stop. And it's been hard, and i have been told a lot. A lot of times, people who don't believe it, no, believe me. I had to learn how to be better as a businessman, better salesman. Learning about what I, my craft is, how do I communicate that? And I've grown a lot from it. But all in all, no, this has been a, a fight that you know I've I've just been chosen to, uh, to continue fighting. And I'm, I'm a stubborn guy, so it's like I, if, I, if I see an endpoint, I know it can be possible. No matter how how bad it is, I will continue to do it to see it through.
2: I love that will to keep going. And I especially love that you're bringing that will to the DMV area. Longtime listeners might know that's where I reside. And Dexter and I haven't had the chance to catch up in person yet, but we will soon. Um, And speaking of, one of the ways we'll get to do that is through this new, ESTA's new Baltimore chapter. So I would love, I mean, we're just so excited to have you leading this project. I think that this is something that the DMV really needs. We have esports folks kind of scattered around, but we we don't get many opportunities to kind of come all together. So I'm really excited to have you on this. Uh, can you tell me about the Baltimore chapter launch and what makes you kind of excited to bring ESTA and esports and, and business development to the community that we have here?
1: Yeah, definitely. And so, one of the things I love about the ESTA is not just the structure that it, it brings, uh, but the the opportunity. Uh, it, it's, it's not like, you no know, a, a business association, you know, it's, it's a trade association. So we're bringing people together, creating that community, creating that network. And there's room to the table for everybody. We don't we don't have to compete with each other. We could work with each other. And the best thing about it is by bringing people together, uh, giving them a part to play, you know, they'll not only own it, but do the best they can with it. And that's the idea I have of bringing us to Baltimore, because as I know, traveled more and learned more in this uh, on this journey of mine, I realized how much that was actually here that no one really knows about, not even each other. In the area, we don't, people don't know about the opportunities here. And so if I could find a way to address that fragmentation, bring it together in a more structured manner, that we could come together to create that impact. And that's one of the things that kind of uh, drawn, drew me to this opportunity. And one of the things I hope to be able to do uh utilize and leverage the, the structure of the ESTA to create that gateway into the industry, making it easier of access to opportunities, and kind of creating that pathway for people to be able to, uh, you know, create a, a road, paths, road paths of success for themselves. And so that's one of the things I'm really looking forward to in helping pioneer that for the, uh, for the Baltimore chapter moving forward.
0: Yeah, when it came across our desk that you applied for the chapter, it was a no-brainer. If anyone is a pioneer on stick-to-itiveness, consistency, community, membership, tenacity, integrity, it's you, Mr. Carr. It is an absolute Honor to have you serve as the chair of the chapter for Baltimore. And uh and Lindsay the boss boss. I heard you're you're gonna be live at um at the conference with esports next. Can you guys yes. tell us a little bit about what you have cooking over in Baltimore?
2: Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. The,
2: the rumors are true. I wanna I wanna hear what Dexter has to say about it, but I just had to confirm that first. <laughs> the rumors are true.
1: Yeah, no, definitely. So um during uh, this time of, you know, pushing forward, building my network, uh, a nonprofit in the Maryland area called the Maryland STEM Festival uh, reached out to me and approached me about how they want to start including gaming as an e-sports as uh as another part of their STEM initiative. Uh, they liked how the fact that we demonstrated how uh, their positive aspects to gaming. And so they wanted to include that. And uh, one of the things we aim to do is to create a to have this annual event every year, creating that portion of it uh, called the Esports and STEM Festival to showcase not only how STEM leads into career passing, esports, and gaming, but use the opportunity to start talking about and announce different solutions that we have in order to help. Uh, facilitate some of these opportunities, one of which being that using that time to actually announce uh, the Baltimore chapter for the ESTA.
2: Yes, I am so excited to be to be part of that, too. I will be at the Maryland STEM Festival. Dexter uh, so graciously put together not only a podcast opportunity, but a panel for me to speak on, which I'm, I'm very excited about. I would love to know more about how you've been able to bring eSports into the STEM Festival. Um, I think that, especially when it comes to local government and you're someone who has a lot of experience with local government, it's it can be a little harder to bring something like eSports, which is a little bit more of a modern interpretation of STEM and STEM education, to these types of events. So what was it like working with the folks at the STEM Festival? Um, I, I think you had mentioned that they reached out to you, which is awesome, but did maybe you reached out to them. I'm not sure, just how have you been able to kind of bring esports and gaming into this kind of more traditional educational opportunity?
1: Yeah, so when they reached out to me, uh, First of all, it was just on the premise of you know what we were doing with gaming. So we turned esports and gaming into a cyclical form of philanthropy, transforming the hours and that people are playing video games into it. Help raise money for causes that they care about, on um, bridging that gap between the end user and brands to do for the greater good. And uh, when they approached me about it, they understood that gaming, you no. Know, not only was it become more popularized, but they came to me wanting to learn more. And I started out as just a subject matter expert speaking on how you no, know, not only my platform could do good, but then just how esports could be integrated and how it is already being integrated. And so that's kind of where the conversation started. And then through the networking that I've done, especially with my local area, uh, I was able to find the people, the different pieces of the puzzle scattered around that, if brought together in a certain way, can help tell that story. And that's kind of been the journey of how we were able to do this by we knew we knew the two points stem on one side, esports on another, we've seen multiple examples of how they coincide already, um, just from other different examples. But we, the hardest part was finding those pieces to build that bridge here. And luckily, there's a lot of that. And so that is what was used to create the connecting points on this two-way bridge for STEM and in the gaming industry, to be able to craft the the panel, the opportunity to engage for the event coming up next month.
0: You've done a really good job with your agenda. Um, I'm sure you've had some a lot of help. What kind of trends are you seeing and what are you the most proud of?
1: So some of the trends that trends I'm seeing in regards to the esports industry or just as a whole.
2: Ooh, I I kind of feel like they're one and the same, you know, whatever mm-hmm. panels you're, you're filling are, are the, mm-hmm. the things that are important in the industry at the moment. So.
1: Yeah. What yeah. You and, working on? You're absolutely right. And so uh some of the trends that I've been seeing, uh that I really like, which falls in line with my mission to demonstrate the values and how it could be used beyond entertainment. One of the things that in my journey that I've learned is innovation, creativity. And some of the things that I'm seeing, especially nowadays, of content creation, how there are different organizations, different groups of people who are using gaming and unique in unique and different ways. Um uh, somebody on one of our panels uh does already have a gaming well she was a gamer when she was younger, but her background is in biochemistry. Um, and but she found a way to create a game to help teach complex scientific uh ideas uh, and subject matters to kids through video games to help not only prove a point, but also to help educate. And she did a study on that you No, know, that I've never heard of that before, but that's a, a one way to do it. Um, we have other people who are using VR as a way for that immers immersed learning. Um, and we're seeing so many opportunities. Uh, t- just with, uh, what we have and the trends that we're seeing more and more is that people are using games to be able to help craft that store, to have help educate, to help connect people. I mean, one of my biggest dreams I want to have down the future line, down the line is to get this one particular content creator from this YouTube channel called the Game Theorist. You now, Pat, is Game Theory. He's one of the quintessential people that like, I think about when I think about how gaming could be utilized because all he does is theory craft, you no know, video games and whatnot. But he uses science and math to help connect the dots and tell the story of okay, how w- would this be possible? How close would it be to happening in reality to bring us more closer and more immersed in that world? And that's how I see the the future going not necessarily that particularly but the ideology of utilizing gaming and be able to not only dissect it, but how do we now create more content, create ways to educate, to engage, to connect? And that would be one of the pathways, I think, for the future is adding that additional value. And we're realizing it's because it's based around community and that we're starting to walk away, especially when it comes to the esports and gaming industry, we're walking away from the thought of monetizing and more on what I like to call value by adding the value. Because when you add value to something, the money aspect of it, that's just an outcome. The the more value the thing has, the more, the bigger the dollar sign is gonna be of its equivalent weight. And so we're seeing more towards a more collaborative market than a uh, competitive market.
2: I like the value-tizing term. I'm definitely gonna file that away for later. I would love to just end with one final question. Uh, about what you're kind of looking forward to. Typically, we ask, how are you finishing 2022 strong? But you're finishing strong by throwing a STEM festival. So (laughs) I am going to reframe a little bit and ask what you're looking forward to in, say, the next six months uh, as we get 2023 rolling and, and what you're thinking about.
1: Oh, definitely. My journey to get to this point has been to prove a point. To prove the point, I have basically no. no, I'm an open person, transparent about a lot of things. Uh, this event was basically initially ran on a zero dollar budget. I just activated my social network, uh, to bring people together, to inspire people to want to either give me money to run fund this or give me a space to do it, and just the fact that I'm demonstrating the opportunity of this event, of what it means. And from this event moving forward, I've already had those conversations from bigger names to bigger organizations who've seen what I'm doing is like, hey, we like what you're doing. You've heard your story. We know what you did to get here. Mm-hmm. And we want to partner with you for 2023 beyond. If you would have known about this sooner, we would have loved to help you. But we want to, I and mean, we want to help you as much as we can now. But we want to help you even more in the future, so that will lead to bigger events, bigger impact, uh, bigger opportunities. And that's what I'm really looking forward to is starting that journey of not only crossing this finish line, but then where do I go next from here? The di- playing different events, the different people who want to work with me and help me create impact and value. Across the nation and hopefully across the globe.
0: Yeah. Wow. I remember hearing John Maxwell speak once and he said, People oftentimes ask me, What is success and how did I get here? And what I usually ask them is, Do you want to do what I did? Because it really is a lot of hard work. Like, do you really want to stand here? Do you really want to sit here? You know, we've seen you work and i think that's why we're all rallying you you are really an inspiration um (laughs) to all of us dexter you're just an absolute amazing leader it's just an, an honor to have you where can we find out all about getting over to this festival
1: of course so our uh through our website uh which is still called com, So, I know, right? That's the last thing I have to change. <laughs> <laughs> work in progress. Work in progress. Um, but uh, ghavenesports.com, it's uh, front and center on our homepage. Take you directly to the page of a registration. You get to see all of the, and links to the amazing panelists so that will be there. Kind of a breakdown the events. Uh, and, if you're traveling from afar, hotel reservations to be able to come uh, last day to register would be 21st of October.
2: Good to know. Um, Thank you so much for joining us today. For everyone out there to find out more about the Esports Trade Association, learn about our Esports Next conference, find your local chapter, especially if you're in the DMV area, come find us or become a member. Please visit esportsta.org. Dexter, thanks so much for joining us this episode, and uh, we'll see all the listeners in the next one.
1: Awesome.